Hello and welcome to Filling the Sink, a podcast from Catalan News. My name's Lorcan Doherty and today we're talking about 2023. Well, actually, like the ancient Roman god Janus, he of January fame, we are facing in two directions today. We're taking a look back at the year that was, we've picked out some choice quotes that sum up 2022, and we're looking forward to see what 2023 has in store. I'm delighted to be joined on this final episode of the year by Gifre Jordan and Jared Scatch Folk. Hi folks! Hello, and Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy Happy New New Year year to you and all of our listeners. Indeed. Uh, What about any resolutions, folks? (laughs) Not really. I never do resolutions because I will forget them on the January 2nd. That's a a, a good good attitude, actually. quite pointless. What about you, Gifre? You know, I'd like a prosperous life for this podcast. That's That's my resolution. (laughs) That's that's very generous. Well, apart from, you know, all the usual getting fitter, and wait, uh, writing the novel that I, I know I've definitely got in me, you know. Uh, what else do we have to look forward to in 2023? Well, that's going to be an interesting year because it's the beginning of a new uh, election cycle in Catalonia. We had no elections in 2022. Very boring year <laughs> for all of us, I'd say. How did we survive? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, I don't know how. But here we go again. We're making amends in 2023 with not one, but two. But two. And who or knows, three. If three. three. So yeah. basically, in late May, we'll have the local election, uh, and in the final quarter of the year, the Spanish election, and we will see if any other mm-hmm. fresh election is happening. Okay, and, and of course, being Catalonia, there's also a, a few key judicial decisions to look out for this oh, year. Yeah, Shakira's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's, that's true. I was actually thinking maybe some of the 2017 independence leaders, but, you know. Shakira is very important. But I'm sure Shakira will hit the headlines. Her conviction, if she's convicted or whatever outcome her trial is, uh, will hit more headlines than that of the 2017 independence leaders yeah. who will see their status and their situation may be changed uh, in 2023. We'll explain a little bit more than that, okay. more about that later. Okay, we'll get into all the details about that and lots, lots more uh, a little bit later, as you say. Uh, but first, let's take a look back at the year that was. This is 2022 in quotes. I understand always that I'm not tourist, I'm refugee, and I have to go from my own country to stay here to save my daughter. My husband, he is in Kyiv now, and I hope and hope that I can be back. This is Vera, one of the 20,000 Ukrainians who settled in Catalonia in 2022 after the war with Russia broke out. Institutions and society showed solidarity while the Ukrainian community held rallies for peace. The war in Ukraine caused an inflation that soared to over 10% in Catalonia over the year. Tina, a resident in Barcelona, noticed it especially with fruit and vegetables. But supplies, housing and most everyday items spiked. Authorities offer transport discounts, a cap on rent increases and sectorial aids. President Pere Aragonès's government has failed and is no longer legitimate, said Laura Borràs, the president of Junts, on October the 7th. Her party's members had just decided to exit the government. Cooperation between the pro-independence parties dating back to 2012 was over for discrepancies on how to continue to pursue their shared dream. 
Who specifically was the responsible party? How was the hacking authorized? What was the legal framework that governed the hacking? And what judicial oversight applied? John Scott Railton is part of Citizen Lab researchers who in April found out that 65 per independence figures had been spied on with Pegasus software. Citizen Lab believes Spain was to blame, and indeed, Madrid sacked its head of intelligence after the scandal, while the EU chamber opened an investigation. Vamos a presentar una iniciativa legislativa para eh, reformar el delito de sedición. Spain's Prime Minister Pedro Sánchez announced in November that sedition would disappear from the Spanish Penal Code. Misuse of public funds has also been lowered. Both changes mean that the 2017 referendum leaders may see their sentences cut as a result of the Spanish and Catalan government's talks in July. Ha sigut guai perquè ens hem tornat a veure les cares en tots els nens i nenes de la classe. Ten-year-old Gil Guadall was very excited in April when he saw his mates' faces at school for the first time in two years. Face mask mandate outdoors and indoors, except for hospitals and public transport, was just over. Massive fans like music festivals returned to normal. L'assistència a 67 persones... Catalan Emergency Services assisted 67 people on August the 30th in La Bisbal d'Empordà, as policeman Martí Pons was saying here, as hailstones of over 10 centimetres resulting in the death of a toddler. Car windows and roofs were hit and dozens were injured. And I want to thank my family because they grow peaches in Alcaraz and I think that without them and and my closeness to this, uh, this, this world, I wouldn't have been able to tell this story. Filmmaker Carla Simon was just ecstatic on February 16th when she received the 2022 Golden Bear at the Berlinale for Alcaraz. This has been the Catalan movie of the year, which both boosted Catalan-speaking cinema and gave recognition to the rural world. Infinitas gracias a todos los que sou aquí, a tothom, a tothom que se ha sumado a este petit gran projecte. Luc Cruzellas thanked everyone when he became the world's best chocolatier on October the 31st. It happened just one month after Paradiso, in Barcelona, topped the world's list of best cocktail bars. And just one day before the Castellers de Vilafranca completed an unprecedented human tower. Nine tiers, one person per story. Barca Alexia won her second Ballon d'Or in a row on October the 17th. And in her speech, she praised the all-time world record attendance at a women's match, which took place at Camp Nou in April, thanks to 91,648 spectators. Well, that was 2022. I mean, listening to that, compa- I'm just thinking that compared to 2021 and 2020, definitely an improvement just in terms of it's not totally dominated by the pandemic, you know? Mm-hmm. No, exactly. But there are some things that we are going to still have to check for 2023 related to the pandemic. Go on, JR, tell us. Well, face masks on planes, public transport and medical centers are still compulsory here in Spain. So obviously, if you board a plane or even like take the metro, you're supposed to wear a face mask, even if there is a lot of people that don't wear. Yeah. Okay. So that is something to look out for in 2023. Uh, Maybe after winter, you know, because authorities said, oh, we're going to keep them uh, for all the high season of, um, you know, virus, flus and so on. So maybe we've got good news in spring. We'll Mm -hmm. see. And maybe at some point in 2023, the World Health Organization will officially deem the pandemic to be over as well. Mm -hmm. 
Keefrey, let's talk politics. I know you like doing that. Absolutely. So we've already said two elections coming up. Talk us through them. So exciting. You know, two <laughs> elections in the end, please. Yeah. At least. At least. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, so what we know for sure is like we'll have local election on the 28th of May. Very interesting, especially in Barcelona. I'd say four contenders uh, for the mayoral post in the Catalan capital. But there are... 946 more elections happening uh, at the same uh, night so <laughs> so in Catalonia one per town so we'll see what happens and in fact you know some foreigners are able to vote in that listen to our podcast from just a couple of weeks ago to find out more mm-hmm. on top of that we'll have the Spanish election by December the 10th 2023 you know polls are very tight for this one too so it's going to be very interesting to see whether the left block stays in power or the right block overcomes uh, the left, the Spanish Socialist Party, has been uh, governing Spain since 2018. So we will see whether the People's Party and far-right Vox uh, have enough seats to have a majority. And if so, and if they agree uh, on a new government, it'd be the first time in Spanish democracy that a far-right party gets in the Spanish government. I mean, I'm anticipating a lot of yeah, scenarios yeah. here, but we will see. The other likely scenario is the the left having enough seats to govern on their own, or probably the most likely thing is what we have now. None of the two blocks having a majority and uh, trying to get votes of the regional parties, nationalist party, pro-independence parties, what's happening now. So if neither of the blocks have the majority, we'll see small parties playing a very important role. And why are we kind of hinting that there might be apart from a Spanish general election and local election, there might be other elections? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm, I'm thinking about the Catalan election. Uh, we just heard in the 2022 summary that the Catalan government uh, collapsed. So the stability of the current government is not guaranteed until the end of the term, which ends in early 2025. Um, the 2023 budget has been a challenge for the government to, 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 to garner enough seats. And also the talks with Spain, you know, that's another uh, big hot topic that it's uh, at the table. Yeah, I think it's fair to say, uh, you know, the talks between the Spanish and Catalan governments, that was a big theme we saw in 2022. The reform of the penal code, Gifre, as a result of that, uh, how that plays out in 2023 is going to be interesting. Yes, with the reform of the penal code. We will see loads of judicial activity in 2023 because the Spanish Supreme Court will for sure have to review the sentencing of the 2017 independence leaders. They were convicted to around a decade in jail and for the crime of sedition, which, with the new penal code... Doesn't exist anymore, uh, officially, uh, as a crime. Exactly. Uh, Of course, they've since been pardoned, we know that. Yeah, they've been pardoned, but the disqualifications are still in place. So the interesting thing in this bit is to know whether they will suddenly be able to run in the elections in 2023, you know, because these disqualifications end in the late 2020s. And of course, we've also got the politicians in exile, among them former President Puigdemont. We could see some movement there. Exactly. So they are facing this extradition request. Uh, So they are wanted for sedition. So this needs to be changed. And maybe this could ease or make more difficult their extradition, we will see. Uh, On top of that, uh, we have to say that their extradition processes are on hold because we're waiting for two European uh, court decisions on their immunity waivers. Remember that three Mm -hmm. of them are MEPs. And also we're waiting for the EU court to say 
uh, to set a criteria on their extradition requests. Okay, lots to keep an eye out for. Uh, and, of course, being Catalonia, uh, as we said, there's uh, other uh, court cases. Yeah, as you mentioned, the most important one, of course, at the start. Uh, Shakira. Yeah, Shakira's bad <laughs> alleged tax fraud trial, but obviously there is also another one relating to the former, well, now suspended parliament speaker, Laura Burras, mm-hmm. who is the president of Junts, until October, the junior coalition partner in the Catan mm-hmm. government. Puigdemont's so, party. Yeah, so Laura Borras was suspended for alleged corruption in cases when she was the head of the Institute of Catalan Letters, an organization that promotes Catalan language and Catalan literature. She was suspended back in July and she's facing trial that will start early February. So, And it's an important one because uh, she's president of Junts, you know, the second biggest pro-independence party here and the third in Catalonia, and she's facing jail requests by the mm-hmm. prosecutor. Mm-hmm. That's a big one to look out for, uh, February, March time. The last uh, court case, we've got the ongoing uh, issue of Catalan and schools. And so we're pending a, a decision on that as well. Exactly. So the Spanish Supreme Court said that uh, 25% of the classes in Catalonia should be in Spanish, not all in Catalan, which is what happens now. Then the Catalan government, a parliament, uh, came up with a law and decree in order to dodge a little bit this decision and keep Catalan as the clearly main language in schools. This has been taken to the Spanish Constitutional Court and they still have to have a say. Probably in 2023, we'll see. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. In terms of the economy, Gerard, the big headline story in 2022, as we heard, was uh, the soaring inflation. Looking at the trend, how might that pan out in 2023? Well, that's one of uh, the big questions that we have for next year. Obviously, we've seen a downward trend during these last months uh, regarding inflation, just for example, November saw the second lowest inflation rate compared to in 2022 after January, so before the Ukraine war started. And obviously, we'll have to keep an eye as well on the electricity bill because last year prices were, well, record-breaking. So hopefully they don't reach those levels next year. We have we did see a lot of GDP growth, unemployment coming down. I suppose a lot mm-hmm. of that off the back of the mm-hmm. pandemic, which it did yeah, exactly. Me. And unemployment, there is also something that we saw during 2022 is that they set in place a new labor market regulation that left behind the precarious model that was in place since 2012, according to the Spanish government. So that's also something that we'll see in 2023. We'll Less unemployment figures, at least that's what experts expect. So okay. we'll see. Yeah, the current unemployment rate is just below 10 percent. And the predictions of the government are for 2023 to stay more or less the same. And GDP will still grow, but at slower rate too. So it's all a kind of a trend of slowing down a little bit the economy without having recession. Okay, yeah. Watch out for the R word. Uh, Nobody wants to see a recession. Uh, In terms of the economy, Gerard, people abroad might not realise that Barcelona really positions itself as a kind of one of the world-leading homes of uh, big international trade fairs. And uh, they've been making a recovery uh, since the pandemic. Yeah, exactly. So 2023 is going to be the year to see if they can reach pre-pandemic levels. For example, Mobile World Congress starting late February. They used to have over 100,000 visitors per edition. They haven't reached those levels yet because of the pandemic. So 2023 could be the new Mobile World Congress era. 
after they just signed that they were going to stay here until 2030. So Yeah, there was rumors it might go to another city, but, but they're not staying anymore. in Barcelona. Yeah, and another one to look out for is the ISC Audiovisual Fair, which is taking place at the end of January. They just landed here in Barcelona in 2022, their first edition in the city. It was a smaller scale compared to what they were used to do in Amsterdam, but they expect to reach similar levels, so 2023 also, potentially a new year, a new era for ISC. And I mean, uh, there's all sorts of fairs, you know, there's sort of kind of maybe more lighter hearted ones as well. Comics, we just recently had Manga Barcelona. It's so important for the Catalan economy, these things in general, because of the effects it has on mm-hmm. hotels, restaurants. Yeah, exactly. Taxis, Obviously, all the city lives out from like all these events. Like it's big, it's a big part of the local economy, especially restaurants, revenue that they give here and visitors that they are coming I think from. Pre-pandemic, if I don't remember badly, pre-pandemic, I was told by the Hotel Association in Barcelona that it was 40% of the bookings uh, was business trips, you yeah. know, and tourism was 60%. Yeah. So it is very important. Yeah, you, you, you know, every, everyone kind of knows about tourists in Barcelona, but there's this other Especially in low sector. season, yeah, that's, yeah, the, yeah. that's the business here for hotels. One of the things uh, about Catalonia, of course, that uh, is very attractive for tourists and people living here as well, is the food yard. And there's some interesting food-related news. Yeah, exactly. El Bulli. So this famous super Michelin star restaurant from Chef Ferran Adria will not reopen because obviously it won't be the restaurant, but El Bulli, El Bulli Foundation, a kind of restaurant lab, something special in gastronomy terms, will open next summer. Okay, something to look out for. They're calling it a museum restaurant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting concept. Yeah, and something also related to gastronomy is the... if. Barcelona is going to keep the best bar in the world as Paradiso won in 2022. Probably they lose the position next year or not. Hopefully not. Absolutely. And well, we'll see if Catalonia keeps their four, three Michelin-starred restaurants. It was a success that we just found out a couple of months ago. It went from three to four th- th- last Absolutely. year. So yeah, we'll see yeah, if yeah. we can go from four to five and see if I can get to any of them. Oh, <laughs> wow. That's going to be that's gonna be tricky. You know? I think you should book a table already for <laughs> yeah. late 2023. Yeah, yeah. Maybe tw- yeah exactly. Okay, um, 2022, we already heard uh, we had forest fires, uh, drought, uh, things that are becoming just ever more common in Catalonia, Gifre. Yeah, and the drought is actually still ongoing, so we, we're not getting much rain lately. And we'll see if any further restrictions have to be in place uh, throughout the year. So the Catalan Water Agency said no drinking water restrictions will have to be implemented in the Barcelona area. In, throughout 2023, throughout they've already 20, said that. Yeah, well, they said that it's very unlikely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they didn't uh, rule it out. That'd be a massive change, you yeah, know, yeah. so to have uh, this sort of heavy restrictions. Well, you can see some restrictions with fountains, by the way, like this ornamental fountains are not working at ah, the moment okay. across the country because we've got this uh, water emergency and also industrial agricultural uses have been also limited. But so far... Most people don't have to cope with domestic this. Use, we domestic noticed, use, we haven't noticed anything yet. Gerard, in the art world, 2023 is a big year in Catalonia for anniversaries. Yes, yeah, especially because we have 
several anniversaries, the death of Pablo Picasso, the 50th anniversary of Pablo Picasso, who passed away on April the 8th, 1973. The 40th anniversary of Joan Miró, the Catalan painter that we made a podcast. Did a podcast back in July, I think it was. Yeah, very interesting guy. Yeah, and because of this coincidence, uh, Joan Miró Foundation and Museo Picasso here in Barcelona, they are making, the, for the first time, a joint exhibition that will be showcased in both museums, Miró Picasso. So they are going to, like, show different pictures and paintings from both artists. From the two artists, very yeah. good. And that's going to be, like, late 2023, so October, and it will run until 2024, so, like, a long time to wa go and watch these exhibitions. Okay. Uh, and there's one more very important artistic anniversary. So, yeah, Antoni Tapias, Leonardo, Catalan Leonardo da Vinci, because oh. he was genius on, like, Bit of sculpture. A yeah, exactly, sculpture, or paintings. 2023 will mark the 100th anniversary of his birth, okay. December 13, exactly. And there'll be lots of uh, activities around that as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, what about music? We saw in 2022, obviously, that uh, some of the big festivals were back for the first time since the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And they hopefully will still be there next year. <laughs> <laughs> no, so Sonar is turning 30 years. So the Sonar Music Festival here in Barcelona in mid-June. But Primavera Sound is going to take the headlines because they are doing the, for the first time, a uh, show in Madrid as well as here in Barcelona. So oh, We're not interested. We're, we're Catalan news here. We're, yeah, we're, I was going to say. I was going to say. <laughs> well, usually it's one weekend in Barcelona, mm -hmm. we have to explain. Uh, there was a two-year hiatus because of the pandemic, and then in 2022 they decided to do two weekends. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, those are the kind of the big music festivals that probably our international audience know all about. But I think, like, you know, the, the real cultural offering as well that Catalonia has is, as we've talked about on the podcast, is all the little uh, local festivals, the festas majeures that happen, and mm -hmm. they happen every year and throughout the year as well, especially mm -hmm. over the summer. Um, but, uh, Gerard, there's a few kind of big one-off gigs to, yeah, that we should exactly. mention as well. Obviously, international artists like Bruce Springsteen, Coldplay, Harry Styles, Robbie Williams, Elton John, who was supposed to come in bar to Barcelona in 2019. He will finally hopefully, come in 2023 to Barcelona to perform a couple of gigs. Okay, Actually, well, I'm going to go to this concert and I tickets? bought the tickets in 2019. <laughs> it was delayed, 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 that delayed. And now the final date, I hope it's 2023. It's yeah. his farewell tour, farewell by tour. the way, yeah. which never, never, never. comes, you know. <laughs> and the big sports story of 2023, I guess, is that... Uh, Barcelona f Football Club are going to be moving stadium temporarily. Yeah, they are leaving Camp Nou Stadium, Spotify Camp Nou. Spotify stadium. Camp Nou Stadium, and they're moving to Montjuic's Olympic Stadium. So, mm -hmm. which is a lovely stadium as yeah, well. Yeah, smaller, obviously, but people may recall Espanyol, the other football team here in Barcelona, used to play there. So, some people like myself, I relate Montjuic's <laughs> Olympic Stadium to Espanyol. And now so Barcelona with the Olympic Games, the 1992 Olympic Games. Yeah, thank you very much, Loikan. You are also. <laughs> life, by uh, the way, <laughs> in 1992. Unlike Gerard. Yeah, yeah. We uh, have to say that it's only temporarily. Yeah. I mean, Marsa moves to the Olympic Stadium because they are doing some works. Mm -hmm. uh, they're going to start works uh, in Camp Nou, so this, uh, this is going to be only for one year or yeah, so. Yeah, exactly, so. for mm -hmm. the 2023-24 season, and then they hope to be back in their normal, well, revamped stadium. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, the other big uh, sporting occasion to look out for is at La Vuelta. Tell us what La Vuelta yeah, it's the Spanish Tour de France, maybe, <laughs> you know, Spanish La Vuelta. Uh, so it's a cycling uh, three-week race. And this year it starts in Catalonia, actually. 
that's going to be very exciting for cycling fans who, by the way, every year also have La Volta Catalunya, which is uh -huh. the same only one week race uh, in Catalonia, which is actually older than the Spanish La Vuelta. So it's mm -hmm. and a lot of big names always go. So La Volta Catalunya starts in March and La Vuelta España in Barcelona will start in August 26th. Yeah, a little On... bit of a mess with the names there. <laughs> La Volta, La Vuelta. I think, I think we've got it. I think we've got it. Time now for our Catalan phrase. You've got one, Kifre? Yeah, I've got a very traditional one. Que dia pasa, anyam pen. Que dia pasa, who passes the day, anyam pen. Who survives the day, pushes a year. Pushes a year? Uh, yeah, it's okay. a very Catalan weird one. Uh, to be the last one of the year. How would you explain it? Yeah, I'd say that it's like whenever you've got a problem, well, you wait and see, or you push it a little bit ah, back, okay. you know, you push it forward a little bit, so... Future yourself, bro. Yeah, it's a bit surviving. I've survived a day, okay, I've survived a new year, ah, whatever, laissez faire. Que dia pasa año empeño? That's all we've got time for today. Well, for this year, actually. Uh, thanks for joining me, Gerard and Gifre. It's always a pleasure. A pleasure. See you next year. <laughs> yeah, see hopefully, you next yeah. Uh, I just want to say a massive end of year thank you to you, our listeners. We're very proud to say that in 2022, more of you listened than ever before. And we hope that you'll continue to do so as we fill our sink in 2023. Remember, the mica and mica, sampla la pica. Little by little, the sink fills up. We're taking a break next week, so our next episode is out on Saturday the 14th of January. For me, Lorcan Doherty, and everyone here at Catalan News, we wish you all health and happiness in 2023. Happy New Year. Bon I know.